we don't have areas in Vienna where especially me as a woman you are afraid to go when it's dark they don't exist in Vienna you can go everywhere you don't see on the address someone uh, has uh, what social level he has if he earns much or not it's a lot of benefits and these benefits if you wouldn't have them it would cost a lot uh, more you know like more police more homelessness shelters uh, this would cost in the opposite and it would cost maybe the same or more so we think it's better to invest in affordable housing uh, in good living conditions for the population than in things to uh, handle with social injustice I'm Karen Ramser I'm as it's called in Austria, the director, it's like CEO of Wiener Wohnen. Wiener Wohnen is a housing company for the flats that are owned by the city of Vienna, the so-called Gemeindebau. Hello and welcome to This is Where We Live a podcast series around how we shape and create great places to live. I'm Helen Shaw, and I met Karen Ramser in her top floor offices overlooking a quarter of Vienna city where new blocks of community flats are being built. Karen is a soft-spoken, unassuming woman, but she leads an office taking care of over 220,000 flats. In her care are just over half a million people. And Vienna is one of the fastest growing cities in Europe, heading back to 2 million people in a few years' time. So Karen's agency is busy building. Now Karen, I'm very interested in the story of Vienna and particularly social and affordable housing because I think for many of us outside of Austria, we don't know that story. We think of Vienna as being a very rich and prosperous city with an incredible history and culture, but not one that is the leader in social housing as you are. Now, can you give me a little bit of the background on the agency and your role in creating housing here in the city? The history started 100 years ago. <laughs> The city government then decided to build uh, flats that are owned by the city due to the terrible housing conditions we had after um, and during World War I and before World War I. Um, Vienna in these days uh, also had uh, 2 million inhabitants, more than we have now. We prospect to uh, reach the 2 million mark in about 2026 again. And they uh, started with 60,000 flats owned by the city between the two world wars. And after World War II, they first of all um, refurbished the destroyed buildings and started to build uh, new buildings. And so we now have 220,000 flats owned by the city of Vienna and Wiener Wohnen is the we administrate these flats for the owner for the city of Vienna and we also are a part of the city so we are not no um, company we are part of the city administration 
Can you give me a perspective on why Austria and Vienna in particular has been so focused on investing in housing and kept that focus throughout this period? In 1919, it was the first time that a social democrat became mayor of, of Vienna. And it was the declared aim of this social democratic government to make the uh, living conditions better. And it was especially housing. It was one of the big aims, so to have affordable housing, uh, especially for the working class. Then education. So every Gemeindebau also had a library and they had schools for adults. Education uh, was the second uh, big aim. And the third uh, big aim was to have sporting uh, areas and also to be physically fit, you know. So it's very connected thinking that Vienna developed around making a great place to live and housing. And I'm told you now have half a million people under your care in housing. And can you give us a little bit of an idea of the models of housing that you are leading here and that you're taking care of? So we we maintain the 220,000 flats owned by the city, the Gemeindebau, but there also are 200,000 flats that are built by cooperatives and they are subsidized by the city so they can build very in a way that you can give the flats also for affordable prices and of course therefore they get subsidies the rent is fixed uh, so it's for uh, 420,000 flats um, we can provide for affordable rents. And of course, uh, Vienna is one of the fastest growing cities in Europe. The city is in the um, great position to own a lot of the grounds by uh, itself. So it can also give the areas uh, to to build the affordable flats. And as you say, Vienna, one of the rapidly growing cities, going back to that two million mark in a few years time. With that level of investment and need, is there still a waiting list or is there still a homeless list? There is still a waiting list and of course people who are in the need of a flat very urgently, uh, they are preferred. So yes, of course, there is a waiting list, but there are about 10,000 flats we get back in a year. And so it's now it's you wait for one to two years to get a flat or it's urgent, like you are divorced and you need a flat very urgently, then you are preferred. <laughs> and just maybe to explain, when you say you get, say, 10,000, flats back. How does that happen? So someone dies uh, or someone leaves his flat because he got another flat or he is uh, got married and they will need a bigger flat. So the people in that situation do not have the right to buy their apartment no, or flat? No, because it would mean at one time no flat would belong to us if they would be allowed to buy it. Yeah. I see that for 2019 there are 
ambitious plans. Can you give me a little bit of an insight into what you're planning for next year and the coming years in terms of housing? Our plan is to also, when the city is growing, to have our so that the part of affordable housing will be the same in a percentage, you know. So it's the plan to build. And for us, for Wiener Wohnen with the Gemeindebau, we also now build uh, houses again. So it will be 4,000 flats until uh, 2020. And our big aim is we want that the Gemeindebau also can celebrate his 200th <laughs> birthday uh, in 100 years, so we have to maintain it. But we also need to make it fit for the further generations, for their needs. For example, the households with only one person, they increase, so the flats have to have the right um, size. Uh, size. Yes, It's great. And in Vienna, is there a sense that that's agreed, that everybody agrees, has this been a social good to do this? Yes, of course. I mean, to invest in uh, affordable housing, the people don't have to go in the suburbs and go to their working place for one hour one way. They can live in the center with affordable rents. In the center means near uh, my working place, means near cultural institutions, the museums, museum, theater, cinemas, um, the opera. opera and it also means not so much homelessness, uh, social peace. We don't have areas in Vienna where, especially me as a woman, you are afraid to go when it's dark. They don't exist in Vienna. You can go everywhere. You don't see on the address someone uh, has uh, what social level he has if he earns much or not. It's a lot of benefits and these benefits, if you wouldn't have them, it would cost a lot uh, more, you know, like more police, more homelessness shelters. Uh, this would cost in the opposite and it would cost maybe the same or more. So we think it's better to invest in affordable housing, uh, in good living conditions for the population than in things to uh, handle with social injustice. If you go to other cities, you see what big value we have in Vienna. But if you don't go, it's you don't have this passion for it. Like if you see how are the others um, have to, to live. It's fascinating because in many areas in, in our society, in Ireland, there has been long before the financial collapse, a view that the market will provide. And that's probably what changed the building of affordable social housing. That has not been uh, viewed here as a meaningful way to move forward. It had been viewed as a possibility, of course. I mean, uh, if you think about such a period and uh, neoliberalism and the market provides all, uh, of course, it also was a, a trend here in Austria, but uh, I'm very, very grateful and thankful that the government of Vienna never had the idea to sell 
the, the value it has uh, with the Gemeindebau because it's sold quickly, but you can't get it back. You one time have a benefit for it, but after a few years it's gone. The housing market always will react with rising prices because there is a limited areas where you can build, so it will become more expensive. That's the only reaction of the market. Uh, in Vienna you have more than 70% who rent a flat and not buy a flat. In, in Berlin it's even 80% uh, renting a flat and not buying a flat. So maybe that's a little bit different in the culture where it's more, I think from the culture it's important to own a flat and it's not for us. It's you are you are in the same level if you rent or buy it makes makes no difference absolutely and that's embedded in our culture in ireland people will say all the time it's a waste of money when you rent there's a very sense in which the first thing you should do is buy, buy. yes and it's created this this environment in social and in private housing that you buy it's the same in Austria on the countryside, but it's completely different in, in a big city like Vienna. Germany and Austria in the big cities, it's not this much important that you own something. You have more freedom. You can, if with uh, your family or with your job, you have to go to another city. It's no problem. You rent there and give back your, your old flat. It, it gives more freedom, you know not to to own something and in general the rent prices are controlled in all austria they are controlled by law but the law affects not all the flats it's only flats in older houses because it's therefore that the um, legislation doesn't stop to build um, flats so the regulation only affects older houses and flats in older houses. It's been really interesting just to have this chat with you and thank you very much for making the time for us today. No problem, thank you. And that's Karen Ramser, Director of the City of Vienna's Community Housing Authority and if you want to hear more about how housing happens on the ground in Vienna, go to our website, thisiswherewelive.ie. Thanks so much for listening. Mm-hmm.